So let's talk about some of these wonderful episodes that we brought to the manufacturing community and to the, and to the entire world over the last year. And I thought we just, we don't have to hit every single one of them. Let's start back at the beginning. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metal Working Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts. Business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. This is Making Chips, episode number 50. All right. Can you believe Congratulations. we made it this far? No, I can't, Jason. It's been an incredible ride so far. Yeah, it has. And I just want to personally say it, it's been a pleasure working with yeah, you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure working with you as well. And I think I could speak for both of us. It's way beyond our expectations of what we ever thought was going to uh, happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, you know, kind of taking off like a rocket and, you know, consuming, I mean, just consuming our minds what we you know think about on a daily basis and our time and everything like that but it's been great it's been it so is. much fun and it, it came from a little idea yeah. jason yeah, just had. a little, just a little, who, little who stupid, thought little stupid idea like i have a million of them and you know and then jim grabbed it and said let's do it <laughs> it sounded like the right thing to do yeah, absolutely it sounded like the right thing let's talk about that a little bit more i think our listeners would like to hear about how that all started we do get asked what's the story behind how making chips started so i think it'd be a good thing just to tell people about year in review this is a year interesting story it just it's actually quite think about it jason i bet it's been a year since we recorded our first podcast yeah absolutely yeah so this truly is a one-year review of the last 50 episodes that we've released start us off jim and i were both invited to a am business radio station in november of 2013 and um jim and i didn't know each other we were invited out to the show and i knew jason oh you did you knew me. you know of me yeah i, did, I, know, I knew I of reputation. you so <laughs> Uh, anyway, you know, we were both invited and and we really just we really hit it off. I thought Jim was very well spoken and really knew what he was talking about and had some great knowledge to share with that listening audience on that show. So it was an interesting um, time. Jim talked about social media and I talked about having a um, having did. and acting on a vision for your business. So I had always been a big fan of podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for a long time and really just using- even before they were cool. Um, no, I, well, I don't, I, I would say before they're cool, I, um, I definitely wasn't listening to podcasts during like the geeky era of podcasting. Like I, I started listening to it when, you know, like it, right around the turn of the century or no, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not that old. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, you 2000. That oh, one. <laughs> okay. So at the turn of the century, I was only 20. Um, oh no, no, I was, I guess I was 24. So mm, yeah, I guess, I, I guess I could have listened I mean, they to were around then, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think they were. I don't know. But anyway, I started listening to them when it, when a podcast app was a part of your iPhone. So that's that's what got me going. And there was some relevant management and, you know, I, I listened to theology podcasts and, you know, so there were some things to learn in podcasting. So I went to Jim and I said, hey, what do you think about starting a, uh, a manufacturing podcast? And he said, I said, well, I know what podcasts are. However, I don't listen to any of them at all. Right. I don't even know. How, I don't even know how to play them. I mean, yeah. I've I've heard of the podcast apps, of course, on our devices, but I I'd never done it. It took a real brief 
explanation of podcasting and the fact that nobody was doing a podcast for the machining industry and um, and you were on board. Yeah, as soon as I heard you yeah. say that, I, nobody was doing it. Uh, yeah. I, I knew that this could be the right vehicle for something, and I we yeah. I don't think either of us knew the potential. We just knew that it was the right vehicle to convey some information and equip and inspire other like-minded manufacturing leaders like ourselves. Boy, the feedback so far has just been absolutely phenomenal. It's really been this thing, I don't know what else to call it, where, you know, Jim and I never thought like, oh, hey, we're this we're these really smart guys and we need to, you know, share with everybody how smart we are. It was where Jim and I wanted to give back to the manufacturing industry. And we thought that if we could just, you know, bring people on the show and just, you know, use it as a platform to bring the community together, that that was going to be really beneficial for the manufacturing machining community. And have a little fun along and the way. And have a little fun along the way. Yeah, which which we thought was also, you know, really important for us to have fun. Right. It's got to be entertaining. And it's been fun. It has been. And everybody that we've gotten feedback has said it's a lot of fun. I love listening to you guys. We've never had anybody tell us you guys are boring. No. So it no. hasn't happened yet. Not so, yet. And maybe uh, maybe they will. Yeah, maybe they will. One, but yeah. I, I don't think so. So, so um, yeah, we started out. We, we definitely had some roadblocks along the way. I remember the first couple times Jason and I got together to, to record. We were putting together all this sophisticated electronic equipment and We'd be all ready. We'd have a st- I, Jim, you know, I'm very structured and I'd have my, my paper and pen and I'd have a, a formal structured way episode that we're going to get through. And then Jason would be like, Oh, darn it. We don't have a cable. So that whole day was completely lost, but, uh, it certainly was a learning experience. And we've, we've had a lot of hiccups along the way as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. We really have. I mean, you know, the equipment we had to put that together, but, um, we did outsource a lot of things in the beginning. Like we don't do our own editing. We never have. So, you know, we, we really knew that we needed to spend our time wisely. So, yeah, right. Absolutely. We both run other businesses. So it's, uh, it's important. So let's talk about some of these wonderful episodes that we've brought to the manufacturing community and to the, and to the entire world over the last year. And I thought we just, we don't have to hit every single one of them, but it looks like right now I'm looking on our website. We've got at to date, we've got 48 out there right now. There's one that's going to come out before this one, this being our 50th episode. But uh, let's start back at the beginning. Do you remember that first one we did, Jason? Oh, yeah, yeah. I absolutely remember it. I mean, it was kind of a natural for us to do social media and manufacturing since that was what you talked about during that radio interview. One of the things that I do remember is that, you know, it was it was very <laughs> difficult for us to get our voice and to talk normally into the microphone and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, that, I don't that was interesting. You, when was the last time you listened to that? I don't want to listen to it. I don't either. I don't either. It's probably I don't, so... I, I actually don't I mean, I don't like to listen to the episodes Archive unless I have to anyway. And I usually listen to them just if I'm doing some kind of editing or something like that. They say that about music artists. A lot of a lot of them don't listen to their own songs. Did are you, know are you trying to compare yourself to a famous music artist? No, not at all. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> well, it, it is it is funny. I always wanted to be a recording artist, so yeah, I guess I'm, I'm one surprising. in a way. Yeah. Yeah, so our first episode was, was social media manufacturing. I think that this is a very relevant episode that we probably should readdress it. I think maybe, we should too. Maybe readdress it more specifically, like talk about you know um, either Twitter or Instagram or just some other kind of specific platform of social media manufacturing and exactly how you can you know put a strategy together for your business that will be beneficial. And then another popular one was number two, which was our IMTS Hangover, which I thought that was a really cool name for an episode because you know anybody that's in the machining industry knows that you really do get a hangover after attending IMTS because it's just so overwhelming. It's It's exhausting, overwhelming. Information overload. Absolutely. 
it's it's sensory huge. it's sensory overload yeah, quite frankly. everything exactly skip four we did another couple episodes about the recession which i think those are very beneficial i would definitely encourage every manufacturing owner to to listen to those episodes because those really, are poignant for me yeah those are, i don't know yeah. you know why because i i distinctly remember living through those multiple recessions and i have to be honest with you jason Every recession that I went through, it seemed like they kept getting worse and they felt like they were more out of control than ever. You know, it was painful. I mean, it was it was really painful to have no work in the shop, to tell people to go home. You know, people got, got to feed their families and you got to tell them to go home. Yeah. It's, Sorry. It, it is. It's heartbreaking. It's also kind of like, you know, when you go through a recession, it's kind of like going to school, you know, I mean, because you really do get a learning lesson when when that happens, you know, and then I mean, hope, hopefully you've prepared yourself for those times. But I would say that most people in the manufacturing industry now, especially are, are are pretty conservative and they've they've lived through one of these recessions before and they know, you know, not to you know, overspend, not to overspend and not to do all the things that we talk about during episode four and episode three. Mm -hmm. And then one of our favorite episodes, at least one of my favorite episodes, and one of our most downloaded episodes uh, is with the uh, the lovely Stacy Bales. Our um, good friend Stacy. Yeah. And, and that was just I mean, it was just a, that was a tearjerker. I mean, and, well, and you know, compelling uh, who, story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was her dad dies, leaves her and her sister. They're probably in their mid 20s. Yeah. We don't want to give the story away too much, I but, know, but it's but a just, it's a tearjerker. It is. You know, and who would have thought that, you know, we could bring tears to a um, to a machining podcast, but we did. Yeah. Uh, we, a lot of, listen to that one if you've not listened to any of them. And then um, one of our other early on podcasts that's one of our most downloaded episodes is It's Not Your Dad's Machine Shop. No, it is not. It's not my dad's machine shop anymore. And of course, that one was you know, hit close to the heart because first I got to be honest with you when we were recording that episode, I was like, are we really going to talk about how people aren't mailing or faxing <laughs> prints in anymore? I was like, is that really that relevant? But because it's just so obvious, it's like not even worth talking about. But so many people, you know, just really love that episode. And I think it's a great episode too. And and it's, you know, it's kind of been a part of one of our, you know, taglines too. So you'll see it on the new website and everything. Yeah. Well, you know, all I can do is is remember those days and and all those things that my dad instilled in me as a, a young impressionable young man growing up in that uh, in that shop and uh, boy I got an education in so many ways I can't even begin to tell oh, you yeah. oh yeah but uh, that's a great episode and it's of course it's really close to my heart and um, it's quite authentic to yeah absolutely and you know it's it's just great to you know reflect upon the the difference between you know how it was twenty years ago and how it is now. And it's going to be completely different. It's going to be even. It's going to be that much more difficult in twenty years. It is. Yeah. So anybody that thinks that their business can look the same now as it will be in twenty years, somebody is going to be is going to be saying to you, "It's not your dad's machine shop, or it's not your mom's machine shop anymore." It's not. What's the next couple ones that we want to hit? Well, on? why don't we why don't we hit some of the other um, instead of just going for the oh oldies. the power networking that one was I loved that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that one was good because Jason and I do a lot of networking in the industry. I think I do it quite well, quite frankly. I don't know if you think you do it that well. Well, how do you define you do networking well? Uh, I think that I've done it long enough for so many years. I know what a quality networking event is all about. I'm more strategic on the events that I choose to become part of. And you have to show up. You have to be consistent. Once you decide to go to start taking on events... Uh, you need to show up for the same one so you get to know the same kind of people and uh, 
and, and they believe in you and they're, and they're willing to actually think that you're part of the program. That's true. And we did talk about some of those um, right, the people consistent come, things that you need to do when you are networking. Absolutely. That's a great one. That actually that's one of the my favorite ones that you and I've done by ourselves oh, without, okay. without okay. a guest, yeah. Absolutely. What else we got on there? So next we have Robots in Your Shop with Brian um, Panic. Our buddy Brian. Shout out to Brian for that one. Yeah, he's a great guy and uh big machine shop here in Chicago land and he's got I think he's got 23 robotics in his shop. Very good uh episode. Uh, Brian shares uh, how they got started in the robotic industry and how they implemented into their uh, CNC machining. And the next one is, uh, again, another good friend of ours, Aaron Weigel from Weigel Toolworks in Wooddale, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago by O'Hare. He shares how his family did this really strategic, out-of-the-box family succession plan. They did uh, a skip generation. They did a skip generation. You're absolutely right. But the kids got the business at a very, very young age. Because it was all the, t- the tax liabilities and consequences that would have came upon his father's back had he not done the skip generation. Right. Yeah. And it helped to set them up for success. It did. They, and they're doing quite well. I'm proud of them. And then, of course, we have um, lucky number 13 with Fernando Ortiz. Oh, my buddy Fernando. That's a great one. Yeah. It's a, just a great success story of somebody that, you know, started, you know, really from the, you know, Shop sweeping floor. the floors to, You'd running the company. I mean, Sounds what a, like what a great too. success uh, story. Yeah, and and a non-family member that did that. You know, know, which is um, well, which his is great. dad worked in the machine shop. Did you know that? Well, he, they don't own it though. No, they don't. But his dad got him a job right, at exactly. the screw machine shop, and he was he was driving the he was making deliveries. He was driving mm-hmm. the truck around, and then he just now he's running the whole place. It's awesome. Absolutely. What else is on there, Jason, that we can... Well, why don't we look at some of our most downloaded episodes? So I know, we, I know one for sure that I think you're going to hit on, but which one is it? The one that is one of our most downloaded episodes, which came as a big surprise to both Jim and I, is episode number 33, which is Business Management Tools for Manufacturing Leaders. And I thought that was interesting that that one ended up being no, one of our too. most downloaded episodes because um, you know we didn't... I mean, it had nothing to do with manufacturing. Um, I mean, it could have been applied to just any industry. And we just talked about some of the electronic efficiency tools that Jim and I use to you know, manage Gmail, our lives. G-Chat, Evernote. Yeah, exactly. What else? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But we've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. We got another episode that we did about project and, and task management that came out of that episode. So um, yeah, that was surprisingly one of our, our most popular episodes. I've got one that I liked. Or I got actually a few that I'm seeing now here. I love when we went to San Diego and we were part of the hardware store official grand opening and we interviewed our Good friend Sarah Caldicott. Yeah, that was a great one. She's that a was great, a, great. That was a two-parter. That that was a um uh that was a great episode. Yeah, the, all the San Diego She's a episodes super were great. Intelligent woman. She is. She really is. She's a great speaker too. That kind of reminds me. You know, one of the things that kind of talking about our year in review that you and I have really done is to you know shine the spotlight on women in manufacturing as well. And I think that that's you know it's been great to get the perspective of women that don't usually um, are, are not usually known for the manufacturing industry and especially the machining industry. Um, and we've had a lot of them on making chips. How about episode number thirty nine? Episode number thirty nine. Which one's that? Michelle Mabry, the okay. welder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she, I thought was she a great was story. A great. She was a she's a really really inspiring woman. I heard her speak at a manufacturing summit at our local community college in the spring of 2015, and I don't know. She just her story just resonated so well with me that um, 
I thought I'd uh, invite her to be a guest on the show and just to share with our listeners her story about how she ended up going from, she was from California, she moved to the Caribbean Islands as a young child with her dad, and then she moved back to the States, and then she was a UPS driver, and and now she's welding, and she's found her passion. Yeah, it's, it's great. What's one of your other favorites, Jason? One of my favorites, of course, another um, woman business owner was you know with Patricia Miller, and I especially like her episode number twenty eight, which is when she gives her advice to people that are maybe more veterans in the manufacturing industry of what she saw differently being somebody outside of the business. Do you, what, do you remember what she said or how she elaborated that? What do you What do you mean? Well, of course, she comes from a pharmaceutical biotech industry highly successful in that industry yeah i mean i I think one of the one of the big things one of the great um lessons that i took out of it is just throwing away the junk that doesn't do anything for you i mean i know that when she went into the business she really cleaned house and i'm not talking about people i'm talking about just physical things that were just adding nothing to the business and i know i've been in plenty of factories in my day there's a lot of junk out there there's a lot of junk everyone wants to hang on to it because they think they're going to need it I and know, it just it I've just clouds it clouds your productivity. It I really does. I not agree with you more. I yeah, and there was some other great more. advice that she had in there too, but that was one of the things that that really stuck with me and I think one of the main reasons that, that really stuck with me is that's always been my dad's mentality about everything. He's throw you know, it out or save throw, it. Oh, throw it out. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I mean, you literally could, you know, get something thrown out that, you know, actually did mean something. And if, you know, if he saw it and it was in the way, it, it got pitched in the garbage. No kidding. Yeah. I would yeah. not expect that from you. Oh, man. gosh. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? Man. Yeah. He's I'm got like a, that. Too. He's got a reputation. Like yeah. yeah. And then another one of my um, other favorite episodes, because it kind of shined the light on um, an aspect of the business that I was. We've had a lot of women on the show. I'm just yeah, I'm looking have, over it right yeah. now. Carla Dabek. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. But yeah, I'm not. I wasn't going to mention a woman this time. But um, was when we had John Bachlin on to talk about 3D printing. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he is really innovative. Really mm-hmm. thinking out of the box. Well, I like the one we did the other day uh, with Eric and Heidi Schmidt. Yes, that was a great running one. a manufacturing company 1,400 miles away from where it is. Gave me a lot. I got to tell you, Jason, it gave me a lot of inspiration to run my business a little bit more fluidly and, and kind of letting go and, and just letting them giving up it. the control. Yeah. You know, I, focusing it, on what one, your unique ability is. I think that that's very, very important. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that emotional for me or yeah. as compelling as it was, but it was. I'll kind of repeat one of the things that um, that I mentioned on that particular podcast because it's just such a um, compelling thing to think about. But a company took a survey, and this is from the words of the of the people that they survey whether you feel that you are good at a lot of things or only good at a couple things. And by far and away, the successful entrepreneurs. Um, and I don't remember exactly how they categorized success, but there was a, you know, a, um, an independent way that they were able to do that. By far and away, the successful int- entrepreneurs versus the average or average to low entrepreneurs said that they were good at only two or three things, whereas the average ones said that they were good at many things. And that's just something to think about. You really need to hone in on and, and get better at the things you're good at and really focus on those unique abilities as opposed to trying to make your weaknesses stronger. Sure. Forget about it. Have somebody else do whatever you're weak at. Right. You know, get somebody else to do it and focus on what you're good at. And that's and that's where you're going to be successful. And that's where you're going to be happier too, most importantly. You bet. How about uh, episode 
38 with Tom Hilarious talking about uh, business acquisitions. I bet you got a lot out of that one. Yeah, I enjoyed he, that one with yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah. He, I, he, he's a really smart guy, young guy, and he's doing his business is doing extremely well. Yeah, he's doing well. I'm still waiting. Tom, if you're listening, I'm still waiting on a phone call from you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been playing phone tag, and I guess you're really busy, but I'm, I'm waiting for He is really busy. He is really busy. We can't forget about the workshops for warriors. Of right? course. Yeah, that's definitely one of my um, all time favorites. Brought- yeah, what a great cause that, um, that Arnon that has with, with the workshop for warriors where he's trying to rebuild manufacturing and even, you know, just as important, even more important than that, he's trying to fight the, the suicide rates of, of the veterans coming out of, um, active duty by training them and, and, you know, coming up with, with equipment and everything so that if, even if they have some kind of, you know, physical disability, like they're in a wheelchair or, or lost, uh, you know, a limb or something like that, they can still work in, in the manufacturing industry. Yeah. That was, it's that was great what he's one. doing. And, was, and the only it was thing great I, being there and, and talking to him personally. And it's so impactful when you can look into someone's eyes and yep, see the passion that they yeah, have. Oh Absolutely. My God. And, and, and that's what I felt there. And they were, they were all on board and they really, they believed in it because it, it's honorable. Yeah. Even everybody it's there. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, from Aaron on the down, staff. they believed in what they did. And, you know, it's so sad that like, most people, um, and we'll talk, maybe we could talk a little news here, but I don't know if you heard about Mark Zuckerberg who started Facebook. Yeah. You know, he's got this, you know, 40 some billion dollars that he wants to give away. And I, lo- I, I love the structure and the way that he's doing it. I have no um, issues with that. But it's, it's sad that, you know, the manufacturing industry, I'm sure it's going to be greatly overlooked by somebody like that. It's just like manufacturing. No, we don't we don't want that. He's gonna say we don't want that going on here in, in the United States, you know, outsource that to another country. But somebody like Ernan in, in Workshops for Warriors, they could use the money. They sure and could. um for him to donate a million dollars to Ernan's organization would be nothing. And and that would be so impactful because oh. I mean you're talking about getting all of those veterans that are on a wait list to get trained and getting them actually into training, maybe opening up a facility in Chicago, opening up a facility facility in, you know, New Jersey or something like that and 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 really, you know, taking that organization to the next level and 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 you know, fighting veteran suicide at the same time. Yeah. So if Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening to Making Chips, you know, make that donation. Warriors. Make that donation. Even if our listeners, if you can, please help the organization. It's 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 really a, a great one. How could we even remotely forget about I, Julie Poolis? About Julie Poulos. Well, I, yeah, I can't forget oh, her. Oh, God. Well, episode episode 19. That was a great one. She taught us how to market a manufacturing company. Remember the corporate snapshot? You remember what the three things are? Who you are, Jason. Remember that? Who you are, what you do, and why you do it better. That's the corporate I love snapshot. It. I love it. Yeah. And, and you know, I love that that episode was very specific, too. I mean, we didn't just talk about overall marketing. We, we got into a very specific... Um, you know, product that you, you put out there to your, um, to your customer base, which was the corporate snapshot. That was a great episode. And also the LinkedIn one I thought was good too, because, you know, we're both pretty adamant LinkedIn users. And I feel as though that, um, any manufacturing leader that's not on LinkedIn and utilizing it to the best of its abilities is missing out. I agree. And I, I think that was one of my favorite, um, episodes as well. What about marketing tactics you should stop right now? Yeah, I mean, that's another good one, too. I had somebody come up to me the other day, and they said something about cold call. We were, I was in a group, and I had met somebody, a, a fan of the show, 
And somebody said something about cold calling, and he looked at me in the face and he says, "Stop cold calling right now." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he had remembered that on the show that I said, "Dud, stop the cold calling. Yeah. It's not effective anymore." What's worse, cold calling or cold leaving a voicemail? Cold calling. Cold calling is it's you'd the rather biggest get a voicemail? interruption. It's the biggest interruption. So you're at your desk. You're in the throes of doing something. I mean, we're all busy nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden your phone rings and it's somebody trying to sell you, I don't know, candy canes. You know what You know what I mean? People cold call you for candy canes? No, not candy canes. But what I'm tra- you know what I mean? Or health risk insurance. Okay. That makes more sense. Or transportation or cutting tools or, you know, it could be it could anything. Be any, it could be any one of those yeah, things. Absolutely. I just can't stand cold calling. Well, quite frankly, when I had to do it for the company, it was a big pain for me to do it. It was not in my comfort zone, and uh, and I think back of that to that time, and it just it doesn't resonate well with me. So, is that it, my friend? I think so. Okay. Well, there's some others, but those are all the ones that I can think well, of. We're just right about now. out of time for this episode, anyway. But Jason and I really do want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every week, listening to us, being with us, taking this ride with us. We had no idea that it was going to be as popular and successful as it has been so far. We're really working hard, very hard, to um, make this better. To make it better, yeah, I do. A I lot do of have new stuff is coming. Yeah, a lot of new stuff is coming, and I do have a very specific, you know, call to action for our listeners who have listened to this episode. Please go to makingchips.com/slash/survey, and we're going to have a survey posted there. And what we want is for you to help us to tailor the episodes in the future. We want to know what you want to listen to, whether it's you know you like the interview episodes or whether you like the episode that has to do with you know cam software or whether you like just the stories. We want to know what you list, what you like best. So if you could fill out that survey, it would re- be very helpful for Jim and I. Absolutely, and I don't want to I would be remiss if I uh, if I didn't thank all of our VIP guests that we had on the show throughout the year too without you we couldn't have, we couldn't have achieved this type of success uh you're every bit as part of the show as we are and the listeners and you know especially those listeners that have given us feedback you know and maybe not not have been on the show but they've given us feedback about you know what they've enjoyed and and if if you have a compelling story and you are a listener um, please reach out to us. Specifically, email Ryan, ryan at makingchips.com. All right. He'll take care of it. Look for us uh, in 2016. There's going to be a lot more of us, and hopefully you'll be able to see us every week as well on uh, video. And with that, what does my dad always say? I have no idea. He says, if you're not making chips, you're not making money. That's right. Bam. Bam. This podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry. We want to hear from you, the owners, managers, leaders, and engineers from the metalworking nation. What ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night? We want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. He's got a great business up there in Minnesota. Is it Minnesota or something like that? It's in Minneapolis. I know that for sure. Okay, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Then why'd you I ask? Uh, I don't know. You said you were sure, and then you asked me. Yeah, I did. I'm just. I. I, I need.
verification. Okay. I can't give you that. Because <laughs> I don't know what's either. 